And so the topic of today, the overarching thing is, is my store ready for paid ads? So this is going to be applicable if we're talking about your Amazon store. It's also applicable if we're talking about your Shopify store, okay? Because we are advertising partners for Google, Meta, as well as TikTok, I get a lot of questions with new brands that are just starting out really wondering if paid ads are right for them. So I'm going to be answering them in this catch-all today. A few of the questions we are asking are, when should I start paid ads? When is it too early to start my paid ads? How much should I spend on paid ads before I can expect a return? As well as which ad platforms should I start with? Is it TikTok? Is it Google? Is it Meta? Which Meta is Facebook and Instagram combined? And also, will paid ads solve my sales problem? Let's get into the very, very first one, which is when should I start paid ads for my online store? I want to talk about the big mistake that sellers make. And yes, this applies to you, whether you have an existing store and you've been selling your product already through like um, influencer marketing, retail or Amazon uh, social media. But it also applies to new sellers if you're someone getting ready for an up and coming product launch. So a big mistake that sellers make when it comes time to starting paid ads is to start paid ads too early. Let me explain. The reason and the, in my professional opinion, as a media buyer, you want to, before you start putting money into paid ads, you need to make sure that you have what is called a proof of concept. A proof of concept is when you have a product that you have already seen some success selling. That could be that you did a launch and you have, you had 20 friends and family buy your product. Amazing. That could be that you're selling in retail. That could be that you go to, you know, you host live events and you sell your product there. That's what's called a proof of concept. A proof of concept is your ability to be able to sell your, your product without having to rely on paid ads to do that. So that is proof of concept. So a big mistake that new sellers make is actually getting started with paid ads too early. Now in saying that, um, there's the other side of the coin where we have like, what if you've launched your product and you start driving traffic to your website um, and your first sales come from paid ads? Like, you know, in that in that category, what, is, what does that mean? So I think that the big mistake that sellers make is that they're just not prepared or in the right position to start paid ads. So number one is proof of concept. And I want to put a caveat with that because if you're a new seller, that is bootstrapping and you do not like that when you start to spend money on paid ads, if you are relying on that money that you're putting into ads to generate sales from day one, otherwise you're out of business, that is not, that is an absolute mistake to start paid ads. As you're going to see in this live training, paid ads, you need to go in with a healthier perspective and understanding what it's actually doing and how it works so that you are financially prepared to go into paid ads and you aren't getting blindsided um, when you don't get results right away, okay? So that is the big mistake. Don't get started too early. Also, if you're expecting a return right away for a product that has never been proven to be scalable or whatnot with paid ads. The caveat to this is when you're when you are putting money behind a product with paid ads and you go in with what's called a, a testing budget. 
So that goes into our next question of, okay, well, how much should I spend on paid ads? I like to see paid ads as gas on a fire. So the reason why we don't want to start having you spend money on paid ads when you haven't sold your product at all, like you haven't, you don't have that proof of concept or when you don't come in with a testing budget and you need your ads to result, like absolutely need your ads to convert from day one, otherwise you're out of business. When you go into that, that's what I call a, a campfire that doesn't have a light yet. So think of like, I don't know if you guys ever watched those survivor shows like Alone. I love Alone. And on that, you always have the, the guy that's using like the flint or something to start the fire. And it takes sometimes, depending on your tools, hours to start to get some smoke and a flame going, um, especially in damp conditions and, and all the things. And the way I, I kind of relate um, paid ads is that if you're someone who has the flint and you're struggling to get anything going and you don't even have smoke, you don't have like you don't have the beginnings of a fire and you just pour gasoline on this this flint, it's going to drown the flame and nothing's going to happen. You actually are impeding your chances of actually getting a campfire going. Whereas on the other side, what we want to be doing with the campfire is we want to get that flint going. We want to see some smoke. We want to see the beginning of flames. We want to see the birth of a good campfire. So that when you have a little bit of flame going, that's when we take the gasoline of paid ads and start to pour it gradually on the fire. And that's how you create a bonfire, a fire that is sustainable. That is a great metaphor for what, like the right way to start paid ads for your store, okay? So going back to the second question, which is like, well, how much should I spend on paid ads when I can expect a return? So a lot of the sellers I talk to are, they are generating a little bit of revenue already. So maybe you're getting like two, $3,000 in revenue already, or you're starting to get an order every like every couple of days, every three, four days on your site. And you see that like people are finding you and people are buying your product. But now you're like, I just need more people to come to my website. At that point, that's going to be a really great point where we're like, okay, you've got the beginning of that fire. And I think let's explore paid ads because paid ads are going to help amplify that base that you have. So when you're that seller that is ready to take that jump and go into paid ads, well, how much should you spend? Okay. So to set you up to have success with paid ads, I like to say that you should have a minimum $3,000 per month that you spend on paid ads across all platforms. So for example, and we're exploring this later in this live video, but if you're doing like a combination of Google remarketing and TikTok ads, you wanna be spending total between all those platforms about $3,000. That comes down to about $100 per day in ads, okay? Um, and different ad gurus are gonna say different amounts depending on your acquisition costs. Some say you start with less, but the sweet spot that we see is about $100 per day to get you enough traffic to your website to quickly get a sense of what's working and what isn't to get some data, add to carts, purchases, and start to really scale things up. But to get started, expect to spend about $3,000 a month. And at that point, 
you'll start to spend more than $3,000 per month when you see a good return. So the point that, and I'm gonna talk about timeline about like how quickly this happens in a second, but when you're spending $3,000 a month, expect that you're spending at that rate until you start to break even on your ad spend, which means your ad spend is generating at least $3,000 in revenue. And then anything above that is starting to become profitable. And that's the point where you can start ramping up how much you're spending. Because, hey, if you want to put in a dollar and get $3 back, I want to put in as much money as we can. But in the very beginning, we're not going to get those returns, especially for a new product that has never been tested before. All right. Your product is unique. And if you don't have any um, past record of your product performing well, then you're literally starting from zero. And I'm going to kind of explain how that works in a second. Um, but when you're the seller, that's getting a little bit of traction. You have that proof of concept and you're now like, you know, we're getting sales, customers are happy and we now just need to ramp things up. That point we want to start with $3,000 in testing. And the point where I feel that you're in a healthy position is that you um, we're going in a timeline on, in our next question, but you'll want to know that that going into $3,000, that should be like extra cash that you have, like savings. It should be it should be for testing and you should not be relying on that money to generate sales for you quickly. When you're at that point, then you're able to actually spend on ads and let the advertiser and the ads do what they need to do, which is in the very beginning testing and starting to understand what works. Okay. So those are the first two questions I've covered. Um, in terms of how the testing period works and what to expect in the first few months of advertising, that's my next question. But before I get into that, um, let me know in the comments, if you've done paid ads in the past, tell me a bit about your situation. Like, have you done Facebook, Instagram? Have you done Google? Have you done TikTok? Do you have any uh, reservations about starting paid ads? Let me know in the comments um, because I'd love to hear from you. And if you just want to be silent, but you're loving the content in this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up because that helps YouTube know that this is good content and it's going to help other sellers just like you get this much needed information. Awesome. As this is a live video, I'm also going to take a sip of coffee. So give me a sec. Okay, so going into our next question, how long should I spend on ads before I can expect a return? What we like to see, and this is based on you having a proof of concept, is that when you start sending traffic or people to a website through paid ads, you in the very beginning are testing a few different things. So the reason why Generally speaking, on average, you're not going to get sales the very first day that you start paid ads on a new product is that we need to figure out what combination of variables is going to work at scale to get us good results on our ads. So what are we testing? We are testing different creative, so different videos, different photos. We are testing different messaging. So that could be hooks in a video. It could be headlines we are testing different audiences then sometimes we're testing different platforms but in general we're testing message audience and creative and what we're doing in the first month of sending traffic to a new product or a product that you have seen traction with organically and you're ready to scale 
is we are sending um, people to your website to get an understanding of kind of a baseline. Where are we at? Okay, how does your site convert with cold traffic? Um, we're looking at, okay, well, what audiences are resonating the most? Um, we're looking at, okay, which creatives, which messages are working and which aren't. So I like to look at the first month or four to five weeks as testing and data collection. So at that point, we are discovering what works and what doesn't so we can spend money on what is working and turn off what isn't working. At this point, when we get about four weeks into your advertising journey, that data is going to tell us kind of where we are. And then in that second month of advertising, we are optimizing. So we're starting to double down on what is working. At this point, ideally, we are starting to see us break even on ads between month two and three. So that again, if you're spending $3,000 a month in that first month, um, don't expect to get a lot of traction with ads. Like we do expect you to get some sales, but through optimizing over the next couple of months, we hope to get you to the point where you are breaking even on ads. Again, break even means that if you're spending $3,000, we want to start seeing uh, about $3,000 come back in revenue. At that point, we the next portion we get to in like month three and four with ads is after we hit that break even point, the next step is profitability and improving your profitability. And that comes down to decreasing our acquisition cost or how much it costs us to acquire that customer. It also comes down to our return on ad spend and starting to um, really work with margins. So an example we have is we work with a $40 product right now. This product is a subscription product. So what we can do on the Google side, if we are spending money on like on search traffic, YouTube ads, et cetera, what we can do is our goal in the first couple of months is to acquire a customer for $40 or less. At that point, when we can get one purchase for $40 or less, that's where we're like at the break even point. And then long-term, we wanna get that acquisition cost down to like 30, $20, et cetera. And for something like these lower price products where there aren't a lot of margin on the front end with like a $40 item, then we are gonna be making up that profit over the next three to six months with improving our lifetime value. Because where the money's really gonna be made in subscription, especially if you have a lower priced item, comes down to um, that getting those reorders in the month three, month six, if you have a quarterly subscription product, or if you have something like a Dollar Shave Club, where you get a monthly subscription or a subscription every two months, Dollar Shave Club knows that sometimes they're actually going to lose money to acquire that first sale because they know that their average customer orders four or five times and they start to make their profit on the back end with reorders. So looking at your model, there's, there's different objectives depending on your product. If you have a $300 product that is a one-time purchase, then it's really critical that we work on that acquisition cost in the front end over the first couple of months. Okay, so every product is different depending on your price point, depending on your business model, depending on your goals. But that's a really good look at like, what is the expected time frame we need to see? And some things that we want to be really aware of um, when picking an advertising partner is I've talked to a lot of brands that have been screwed by marketing agencies because the marketing agencies either don't set good expectations of like what to expect answering some of these questions 
But another thing to look at is sometimes the agency might be spending too much money and like not <coughs> communicating, as I said, I was sick, not communicating um, where like, what if you start to spend all this money on ads and you're not getting, you know, you're getting volume of people to your website, but they're not converting. And what if that agency isn't communicating, Hey, your website is not converting. We need to fix that before we spend more money on ads. So there's some things within this process of where you can definitely lose money, but you want to have an advertising partner either in-house, um, or you hire an agency that looks at the full experience of the funnel for like, okay, now that we're sending people to your website, how is your website converting? What does your email marketing strategy look like? Because it works as an ecosystem now. The conversation is not just about, is paid ads going to work? Because at a certain point, there's only so much getting eyeballs on your website and your brand are going to do if you don't have a good strategy in place for the website, for the conversion rate optimization, and for the email strategy. So a few things to note. I think I'm losing my voice. Okay, so to answer the question, how much should I spend on paid ads before I can expect a return? Depending on a lot of variables, we want to start seeing you break even between four and 12 weeks into your advertising journey. So be prepared to set aside to get things to start working. Be prepared to set aside about five, $6,000 to invest in ads before we start to see that scale, okay? And you might not like hearing this, but I would rather tell this to you how it is versus you getting angry because someone else that you hire doesn't walk you through this process. Cool. It's kind of like if you buy a house without a home inspection and this house that you buy, it's like, it's great. But then you move into the house and then someone tells you, oh yeah, your basement's flooded and you got to redo the foundation and there's a ton of mildew in the walls. So now you got to undergo this massive renovation. Going into paid ads without knowing what you're getting into is exactly the same thing. So I'd rather be the person who is the home inspector as like, okay, full disclosure, you're buying this house, but you're going to have to, you know, replace the roof and there's mildew in this area. And, you know, you're looking at putting X amount of dollars in renovations. Better to be safe than sorry and go in and know what you're getting into. Oh my God. Okay. All right. My next question, which ad platform should I start with? I love this question because it depends, but I'm going to go through what I think for your business. So we, when we do paid ads with brands, we do a combination of two. We either will use so again, meta is Facebook and Instagram together. Okay. So we're either doing a combination of meta ads with Google remarketing, or we do TikTok ads with Google remarketing. So I want to talk about why we use those as a combination first, and then go into helping you decide which one might be right for you. The reason why we do a omni-channel approach, which means that we use multiple platforms to serve the goal, is because what we're seeing, for example, when we do TikTok ads for brands, TikTok is gonna be a really great, what we call top of funnel strategy, which is where we start to build brand awareness, introduce new people to your brand. And where we get a lot of people coming off TikTok, they'll either, we find that they either go straight to your website 
or we find that they go over to Google and start Googling your product to understand a little bit more. Same thing with Facebook. So, oh, sorry, Meta. Meta is going to be a really great top of funnel strategy to, to start to introduce your brand to new people. But again, we find that people will either click on your Facebook ad and go over to your website or they hop off Facebook slash Instagram and they go to Google and they start to Google your product. Why do they do this? Well, they may do this to see A, if it's legit, B, they might hop over to YouTube to like dig into your content a little bit, um, or they want to see reviews or they want to see alternatives. Um, so by us having an, an two-pronged approach to marketing like that, where we either do like the meta combined with Google remarketing, or we do the TikTok with Google remarketing is for more efficient advertising. So on the side where we start with meta and Google, let me walk through that. Where meta is going to be great to bring new eyeballs for people who have never been to your website before. They've never heard of your brand. This is what we call cold traffic. So when we have those people starting to engage with your ads, start to watch your videos, start to click over to your website, Google is going to be the catch all. So what we find from a customer standpoint is that when someone first comes across your product, they are like less than 2% likely to buy your product right away for a brand that they've never heard of. Generally what they do is they're going to go Google some reviews, come on your email list, get three, four emails from you, and then eventually see a Google ad. The, the um, customer journey and how long it takes someone to first discover your product from first click to buying your product does vary, but on average, you're going to see a four to eight day period. You're also gonna see that the average consumer needs multiple points of engagement with your brand before they purchase. So us having that Google remarketing means that we are specifically targeting people who have done what's called a branded search. So they have searched for specific terms around your brand. So if your brand is called JMB Living, then they're going to be Googling JMB, JMB Living Journal, JMB Living. So we're targeting people who have specifically typed in those search terms to Google. And we're also targeting website traffic. So anyone who has been to your website within a certain time frame. Those people are what we call middle of funnel advertising because they already know about your product. They've been to your website. They've engaged with your content in some capacity. And Google is going to be how we help actually remind people that you're there and close the deal, okay? So we need to do a combination of both. So whether the question isn't which of the three platforms between Google, Meta, and TikTok you should advertise on, it's more where Google is like an absolute must um, at a minimum for remarketing, but then it's like, okay, well, where do we want to do brand awareness? Where do I start want to start like introducing people to my brand? And that's where we start asking the question of, is it TikTok or is it, is it meta? Okay. Now, TikTok ads, I love them. But in order for you to be successful with TikTok ads, you should already be generating short form content for your brand. You should already be creating videos, Instagram reels, potentially some TikTok videos, for your brand. You need to get your feet wet on the video side before you start to go like go 100% video. Um, TikTok is a video first platform. Whereas with Meta, 
you have a lot more variety in, in what you can do. So while on average videos on Facebook, on like Facebook, Instagram tend to perform better on uh, Facebook, Instagram, you can do still images. You can do different, different things. So Facebook and TikTok work very similar in terms of like targeting interest, meaning at the same, uh, when you're in the meta and TikTok advertising suite, if we're looking to get sales for a journal, um, like a gratitude journal, we are targeting people who have interests in meditation, guided journals, yoga, etc. So the targeting is very similar. Um, demographics on each platform slightly different, but honestly, I think that you need to look at your creative strategy and like, are you taking 100% video first and um, serious about building out that kind of product. It's TikToks and use like really good at different price points. Um, but if you want something more traditional, uh, with more data, you're going to be spending a little bit more for acquisition on the Facebook side, sorry, meta side. I'm still getting used to that. Um, but if you have less video, you still have like still photos, carousel, etc. Um, you know, Facebook's going to be a, a good thing for you. Ultimately, it comes down to a few things. Definitely, if you want to get my opinion on it, let me know in the comments or schedule a call with us so we can explore um, your marketing strategy and take a look at, you know, hey, what do we think would convert better for you? Okay. So either way, you're looking at the meta Google combination or you're looking at the TikTok Google combination. Okay. But one last thing here is like, okay, well, Kirsten, Google, you know, if, if you've done any advertising on Google, you will know that Google remarketing is not the only thing Google does. Like when we look at the Google advertising options, it is YouTube advertising, it's display, it's Google search, it's Google shopping. There's like a whole suite of things to do. Google, uh, like full suite Google where you're, um, is going to be really good if you have uh, you started to build brand awareness, you have people actively searching for your product, and etc. So sorry, I'm like getting ahead of myself here. The Google full suite of services where you go past remarketing. So the difference being where like with Google remarketing, you might spend like $20, $30 a day on the platform going full suite. Google is like minimum 1500 2000 a month. Um, doing something like that should be explored once you're starting to scale the Facebook, Google remarketing or the TikTok remarketing. So it's more of a scaling strategy. I wouldn't necessarily start with full suite Google. Okay. Okay. Last question. First off. Oh, <coughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, struggling to talk is great when you're someone that likes to talk a lot, hey? Okay. Uh, will paid ads solve my sales problem? I love this question. It depends. Okay. So we have two scenarios uh, that I'll walk through. If you are a seller that has launched their product or you've been on Shopify for a while and you've been posting on social media, You've been trying to get people to buy your product, but for some reason, just you're not getting the traction you want. At this point, 
you do not have a proof of concept. And I think that because you don't have a fire that like you're still working the flint and you don't have any smoke and you don't have any fire and you have no flames and you're just there for hours and you run to ads as like a Hail Mary to try to get things to work, it's not gonna work for you, okay? Why? Because again, gas amplifies. And if you don't have a foundation at all where nothing is working, even when you are marketing, um, it, it's a problem with positioning product or something else. Okay, so you've got you've got foundational problems, and we need to work on rebuilding the the rebuilding the the campfire base. Okay. Option two. Okay, uh, you have a sales problem because you have been posting on social media, you have been sending emails to your list, you have had a couple of retailers pick you up. You're getting sales, but you're just not growing as as quickly as you want. At this point, paid ads will solve your sales problem because you, when you have a foundation, you have the beginnings of that fire, you have a small flame going, you've got the smoke, you've got, you've got the base and things are starting to work. You have what's known as a traffic problem, not a conversion problem. When people come to your website, they buy your product. So at that point, when you have that solid base, now's the time to put gas on that fire and start to scale your brand that way. Okay. So ask yourself, honestly, is my business in a healthy enough point that things are working a little bit that we are ready to take it to that next level? Or am I just frantically trying to save my business because things aren't working as a base? And do I want to burn my cash? You know, those are, those are the options you have. However, in saying that, if you are looking for an advertising partner to help take your brand to that next level, we are the gas to that fire. Be sure to check out some of the resources we have below, whether that's booking a call with us or checking out some of our coaching or free resources. And if you do have um, any other follow-up questions, let me know in the comments. Outside of that, thank you so much for joining me on this live video and we will see you next time.